today's talk, today's talk teaches the disciples in this story that they didn't have to go anywhere else to discover great things. And I'm going to share with you one of the coolest stories in the Bible. I think it is one of the coolest stories in the Bible. Um, there's several stories in the Bible, obviously, that are cool and fantastic and just, I mean, incredible, incredible. All the stories in the Bible, obviously, fantastic. But this one just kind of sets itself apart for me. It's just an interesting story because every time I read it, every time I preach on it, it just shows me new things. And, and when I read it, there's just so many questions that come to my mind. And it's just so encouraging to know that and to apply this into our life. All the disciples were going to have to do is just cast their net on the other side. So I want to share this fishing story with you. And I want you to know just right out of the gate before we get into the story that the principle that you need to take away, the great takeaway, the teaching moment, the takeaway is this. It's listening to Christ that made the difference. When you hear this story, it's listening to Jesus Christ that made the difference. And the reason I think this is so important for us today, so relatable today, is because I think we all at some times experience failures in our lives. And when things start to go south and things start to go wrong, um, you start thinking, where am I? Am, am I in the right place? Am I where I'm supposed to be? And we begin to think things like this. Um, maybe if I just moved somewhere else. Maybe if I could just change jobs or change my location or change the city I live in or the state, uh, if I could just change, that could make a difference. But I want you to understand something. Maybe we need to realize that that's just geography. And the same problems and the same mistakes and the same things that happen here can also happen there. Sometimes it's just geography when we change. So before you start trying to move and before you start trying to do different things, trying to find happiness, trying to find success, trying to find joy, let's take a moment first and listen to Jesus. Listen to Jesus and hear what he has to say because you know what? He might just have joy and peace and success right here where you're at. And that's what I want us to focus on. You need to realize and understand today, guys, this story is teaching us uh, that when things are not working well in our life and we're experiencing some things, real things in our life, and things aren't just working like we want them to, we just need to listen to this simple truth that we find in this passage, and that is, cast your nets on the other side. Now, let's look at it together. In, in, in John chapter 21, such a cool story. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples. This time he's by the Sea of Galilee. And it happened this way that Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. They said, I'm going out to fish, Simon says. And they said, well, we'll go with you. So they went out, got in the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Caught nothing. All night long fishing, caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore. But the disciples didn't realize that it was Jesus. So he calls out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? I'm figuring Jesus probably already knows whether they caught fish or not. He's Jesus. 
He created the fish. And so I'm thinking, why is Jesus asking them if they caught any fish when they know they didn't? And have you ever talked to a fisherman who went out fishing and they come back and they didn't catch anything? They're not in the best of moods. Let's just be honest. And so I'm thinking, what is Jesus doing here, man? I mean, he's just kind of like he's kind of rubbing it in a little bit. Hey, did you guys catch anything? And they said, no. Look what Jesus says. Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Do you see what I'm trying to teach today? Do you see what we can experience today? When you listen to Jesus and you're living on the right side of the boat, incredible things can happen in your life. This story is teaching us that. When they listened to Jesus, they were, they were unable to haul all the fish. In other words, when we listen to Jesus, the blessings, the favor, the resources we need are provided there. The Bible could have just said they caught some fish. It's there for a reason. They caught a large number of fish. Now the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. He wrapped his outer garment around him. Why are you putting on clothes when you're about to jump in the water? So he jumps into the water. This is Peter. He wasn't the sharpest guy in the boat, obviously. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish. For they were not far from the shore, about 100 yards. So when I read the scripture, if you can, can you get in your mind? Can you visualize what's happening here? Can you visualize it? Jesus is on the seashore. He's got a fire going there. He's got some bread and fish there. He's on the seashore. He sees the guys out there, and they're 100 yards away. I mean, I couldn't even, you probably couldn't even hear me if we went to a football field, and I stood in the end zone, and you were in the other end zone, and me yelling. And here somehow Jesus has the ability over the waves and ocean. I think the water makes your voice carry a little bit. I don't know. But he tells them, hey, throw it on the other side of the net. And then Peter, man, he must have, listen, he should have been in the Olympics as a swimmer. I mean, that's 100 yards with his clothes on. Okay? I mean, well, maybe it was shallow. I don't know. But anyway, it's 100 yards, which I think is a long ways. When they landed... They saw a fire burning. Coals were there with fish on it and some bread. So Jesus says to them, bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back in the boat and he dragged the net ashore. Even with so many, the net was not torn. I mean, how incredible is this? They have all this fish, huge fish, 153 of them. The biggest fish in the sea, probably, and the net hasn't torn. Read the other fish stories in the Bible. You will find what happened. What? The net started to break. They had to call some friends. This time, there's so many miracles in this story. This time, the net doesn't break. You know what it's teaching us today? Listen, when God blesses you, he'll give you the resources to handle those blessings. Amen? Here's the net not breaking. God's blessed them and give them favor and showed them, and now the net's not even torn, which is a miracle. And look what Jesus says to them. Let's have some breakfast. The disciples didn't dare ask him who he was because they knew it was the Lord. And Jesus came and he took the bread and he gave it to them. He did the same with the fish. This was the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he had raised from the dead. Coolest story in the Bible. You get the picture here, what's happening? They're on the seashore, okay? They're on the seashore there. Jesus has made a fire. He's got some bread. He's got some fish cooking. 
Apparently, he looked a little different in his resurrected body because he, he, he obviously they didn't recognize him right away. And, and, and so, but he still looked like the Lord somehow. And, and one of the reasons, guys, that I think this cool fish story is included in the Bible, I really think this, this is where we're really going to get to the teaching today, is because I think it shows you and I and teaches you and I how to have a real relationship with the resurrected Lord. It's just a practical story about real stuff. How do you and I relate to the resurrected Lord today, right now? How do we relate to Him? You relate to Him as a real resurrected Lord. The resurrected Jesus sitting around a fire with the disciples that He had built. They're eating breakfast. He cooked it. They're talking with Him and telling them about what's happening in their lives. Now listen to me, guys. That's a real relationship with Jesus Christ. If there's anything that I want for you, if there's anything that I want for me, for all of us, is to have that kind of relationship, a real relationship. Oh, hey, you, you, you can experience Jesus right here in church. I mean, when we're singing, I mean, Waymaker, I mean, who wasn't moved by all of those songs, and particularly... That one is one of my favorites. I mean, you, you can just sense it, you know. You can just, I mean, that relationship here at church. But what about tomorrow? What about on Monday? What happens then? When you go to the office or to your workplace... And then you've got a not-so-nice boss or you've got a not-so-nice co-worker. What happens on Monday? Because, you see, I believe a real relationship with Jesus Christ doesn't just happen on Sunday. I think we can experience every single day. And this story shows us how. They're on the seashore they're having breakfast together, real everyday experiences of life, and they're experiencing this, a relationship with the Lord. So here's what I'm going to do. Very quickly, I'm going to give you an acrostic. I'm going to take the beginning letters real. I'm going to use the letters real, R-E-A-L, and give you some practical points of how you can have that kind of relationship with Jesus Christ. Here's the first one. If I want a real relationship with the Lord, here's the R. Recognize his presence is everywhere. It's everywhere. And it should change us for the better. When I recognize his presence in every part of my life, he's everywhere. He's there in the good. He's there in the bad. He's there when I lose my job. He's there when I'm at my job. He's there when the doctor tells me I have cancer. Jesus is there. He's there. His presence is everywhere all the time. The E is for enjoy his company. Do you realize that Jesus likes spending time with you? And did you realize that Jesus likes it when you like spending time with him? And that's exactly what's happening here. See, that's a real relationship. That's a real relationship. He just wanted to hang out with his friends. He just wanted to share some things with them, and they wanted to share some things with him. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you just sort of hung out with Jesus? No agenda. 
No desperation. Just hang out with Jesus. Just spending time with the Lord. When was the last time you just sort of hung out? When was the last time you just stopped and said, Lord, I sure am glad you're here. Here's the A. The A stands for accept his invitation. Accept his invitation. Now, I'm sure you're like me, and you get invitations in the mail from time to time, right? See, there's three types of categories that the invitations fall in in my life, okay? I will get an invitation in the mail from time to time, and when I get it and I open it up, it's like, there's no way I'm going to this. There's the second invitation that you get, and it's this one. Well, if I don't have anything better going on, I might show up. You know, it's like, ah, you know, I, if I'm not too tired when I get home from work, we may go. And there's the third invitation. That when you open it up and you get it and you say, I'm going. Matter of fact, I'm looking forward to it. I wouldn't miss it for the world. And you see, when Jesus sends you an invitation, it needs to fall in that third category. I wouldn't miss this, Jesus, for the world. I'm looking forward to it. Accept his invitation. Recognize his presence is everywhere. Just enjoy hanging out with Jesus. Accept his invitation and look to his leadership. Let's get real. Amen. God bless you today. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Pastor Toby here at Faith Church inviting you to join us every weekend at 9 o'clock for our traditional service and 1030 for our contemporary service. Um, Or if you can't come in person, you can join us online on our church online, Faith Church online broadcast live streams every Sunday at 1030. Uh, If you can't join us in person, be sure and check out our website. There's a lot of information there for you and your family. And we look forward to seeing you soon. I hope you have a great week and remember to stay strong. Faith strong.